it was a lot of shame. I judged myself. I compared myself to other people. So the obstacles weren't anything outside of me. It was just me having to release all of those things that I carry inside. And that was the hardest because unconsciously we are attached to the feelings of the comfort from the hurt and the pain that we don't even know is our comfort. So even when you're introduced to different environments, different situations, they are unfamiliar feeling wise. So we'll push them away. I will say, oh, it's not the time for that. And I didn't realize that I was continuously going back to that hurt in different forms and different ways. I am just a girl passionate about breaking old generational cycles so that I can create a better legacy for my children. Welcome, everyone, to Butterfly Effect, Breaking Old Generational Cycles. Today, I have my wonderful friend, Raymel Bentley. Raymel is an empowerment life coach and a universal law teacher. But most importantly, Raymel is my brother, and I'm happy to have him today. Welcome, Raymel. Hello, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited about this conversation that we are going to talk about and to exchange some amazing energy. That's it right there, energy. You know, I was just telling Raymel before we started that I see him as the energy coach. I met him in that capacity. And every time I think about energy and energy exchange, I think of you. And so there you are. You lead off with the word energy. How awesome is that? I know that this conversation is going to be explosive. I know it's going to be insightful because all of the many conversations we have had around topics of breaking old generational cycles. But today I get to share you with my listeners and that is exciting. What do you think of when you hear the phrase breaking old generational cycles? Such a beautiful and powerful question. What do I think of when I think of breaking old generational cycles? It's really unlearning a lot of the programming, the beliefs that we have on how life should be, uh, how we should be, and really just breaking free of all of those chains that lock us down from truly experiencing life to the fullest without limitations, without self-doubt, and really just living our truth and becoming the true essence of who we are. And we're powerful, beautiful beings that's here to share our gifts with the world. That phrase, unlearning the programming, is a powerful phrase. Because it's exactly that. It's a programming that we carry with us that a lot of us don't even know that we're programmed with outdated beliefs. 
but we we are many of us things that you even call it chains that's powerful like i'm having these imagery and these visualization of outdated programming and chains like but chains around our mind yeah this is going to be an explosive conversation for real so tell the listeners what is that cycle that you're working on breaking and why is it important? Ooh, I'm breaking so many cycles. Um, the cycle of not being allowed to really be who you are. For so long on my journey, I was what everyone else wanted me to be. And I did not know who Raymel was. So I wore a mask of being just different images to others. And honestly, I lost myself. I lost myself trying to please my family. I lost myself trying to please my friends. Lost myself trying to please potential love partners because I didn't know what made me happy and what just felt right for me. So I was just what everyone else wanted me to be. And for me, breaking the cycle is such a passion because I see that we're in a world now where people don't really know who they are. So they're attached to these beliefs and they're so attached that they pass them on to others. They try to ponder them onto others and make them feel that just because they believe life is this way that you have to believe that, which leaves us in this place of separation. We have a lot of separation that are attached to these beliefs that a lot of us, when we break down those beliefs and release all of the just attachments to them, the essence of all of it is unity, love. And really getting back to that home place of love is how we can be that, receive that, and see that in others. There is so much said there. How many of us truly are walking around here not being who we truly are because we have programmed ourselves to be what everybody else expects us to be, living from everybody's expectations? But why is it so important to you, the passion that you have around this? Why is it important to you to break? Honestly, and this kind of stems back to an old passion that I had when I remember when I was 13. And, you know, I was thinking like, well, at that age, I'm thinking, what do you want to do with your life? Because I was in such a chaotic household and there was so much I experienced from sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, that I knew that there has to be more than what I was experiencing and I wanted to be a probation officer and work with juveniles because I wanted to help them before they reached an age to where they just were lost in the wildfire of all the chaos. So in that time of being so young, I knew that I was going to make a change and make a difference. I didn't know how that was going to happen. And in that time, I thought it was going to be in the system of like going in and just helping the youth from that uh, aspect of it. But now I see that it's more from the healing realm 
and breaking the trauma because all of us have trauma that we suppress and we just don't really allow ourselves that space to face and to even identify that we're dealing with, which keeps us in that place of just feeling like there's nothing more than what we are currently seeing and experiencing. And I knew that there was more through all of that, just chaos that I was in. I'm like, there has to be more. And as I'm working on just releasing those things from within myself, that passion is I want to help others because a lot of people don't have the courage to even take that first step to say, hey, I need help. Hey, I need support. I just want to continue to break it within myself, release things within myself, and honestly do nothing more than show up as just being this powerful being that I am and inviting others to join me on this walk of breaking the cycle, healing ourselves and creating a new trajectory of what life can be and not based on what we were taught it should be. That's powerful. So I'm sitting here thinking back to you as a 13 year old, thinking that I'm going to be a probation officer. And you talked about growing up in a rough household and you know these types of households we grow up in shape us one way or the other and to see you here saying I'm going to help I'm helping people I'm healing people and why am I stuck there with the helping it's a theme with many people who I've talked to about breaking generational cycles is that At some point, they recognize that they're to help others. What was your defining moment that made you, one, know that I need to break this cycle, and two, I want to help others along the way? I think my defining moment to really do that was, there was a couple, but two in particular. I remember when I was 21, and at the time, I was kind of drifting. I didn't really have an actual, like, stable place to stay. And I was kind of, like, off and on staying with a friend. And I was broke. I didn't have – when I say broke, it was on so many different levels. I was financially broke. I was emotionally broke, mentally broke. Like, I was just at the point to what do I have to do to get me out of this situation? Because I felt paralyzed. I felt paralyzed to where I wanted to make movement, but I didn't know exactly how. And my environment was not conducive to my expansion and growth because it was, in a sense, me kind of being back in my childhood environment, but in a different form. Because there was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of just commotion. There was um, times where I remember the family that I was staying with we the house got shot up with kids and myself in there because the confrontation that happened and i'm like i'm not gonna die not doing going after something like i'm not gonna let this be my final just thing that i experienced just being broken so that's where i went and uh just applied myself to i got a medical billing and coding certificate Because I just wanted to do something. I needed to have something that I was like living for. And that really wasn't the direction that I wanted to go. But it was a start for me to just show myself that you can do something. 
And then from there, I just traveled. I went to Atlanta and stayed for eight years. I kind of discovered myself there because I didn't have any family. I didn't have any friends and it was just me. So I kind of like to say I reinvented myself. I was able to discover who Raymel was and could see what do I want to experience in this life. And that's where I got into modeling. Um, that took off. I honestly didn't even think that was something that was going to be a part of this journey. But how life happens when you just allow yourself to experience, it's going to give you things that you'll be able to experience. So I got into modeling. And so the modeling was a beautiful experience within itself. But even though I was booking a lot of gigs, I did a lot of runway, I did a lot of print work, and I was getting a lot of work. I still felt empty. I still felt myself trying to prove my worth to these agents, to these directors. And I really was still wearing a mask. So I didn't, I knew that that wasn't my calling, but it was a door that opened that allowed me to just know that I could do something that I thought was impossible. And when I moved back to Los Angeles, I signed to a top, uh, one of the top modeling agencies in LA, Wilhelmina Models. And I realized that this isn't really for you. You have a bigger gift that goes beyond your physical. The legs, I can get into an accident tomorrow and that can go away. But what's beneath that is truly what I wanted to connect with. And that's where I started to do self-development work. Because even, like I said, with me going on casting auditions and just having the judgment, if, if they felt I was enough, I can book. If they didn't, then I wasn't booking. I didn't like that feeling. So I'm like, okay, as I started to really work on the internal, I realized that there was a bunch of stuff inside of me that didn't serve me. And then before I was so blinded to it that I was just carrying this weight of doubt, shame, limitations, lacking everything else that I didn't even know was there. I felt it, but I didn't know how to really identify it. And that's where I just started to do the internal self-development work, which led me to know that my voice needed to be heard and my presence needed to be felt and seen by others who have experienced similar things as myself. And that's where I was kind of awakening that you're going to be on stage touching a lot of souls and sharing the story that you once held so much shame and judgment over. That's actually going to be your superpower. And it is your superpower because as your friend who's seen you on stage, heard you speak on many occasions, can differentiate your voice in a crowded room with my eyes closed and have partnered with you. That is your superpower. Your journey reminds me of the book, The Alchemist. I don't know if you've ever read that book. The Alchemist is about a shepherd boy who went on a journey seeking something, right? But the thing that he was seeking was right where he began. But in order for him to come back to it, he had to go around, travel, meet people, experience good, bad, and indifferent about life. And it was a real journey, no different 
than the journey we go through when we're healing and no different than the journey you just explained. It's a 13-year-old who wanted to be a probation officer because he wanted to help people to now you today still wanting to help people, but you had to go through all these different layers of yourself to get to here. And that's the beauty of healing. It's not a one and done. And I love that. And the theme that I also hear is inner work. That comes up a lot when I speak with people about breaking cycles. Having a voice and using your voice comes up a lot. And you, your presence, allowing people to see you, to have your presence known. And all of those things are powerful in itself when you really think about it. Because if you think back to your traumas or think back to the cycles that you're breaking, inner work, sharing your voice, sharing your presence is all a way of destroying, releasing, and letting go and on learning those old programming. So everything you just said was filled with so many gems. I'm thankful to be where I'm at right now because I always knew I would get here, but I just didn't know how and when that would happen. When you say that, in my mind, I could visualize some walls. I can visualize some mountains that you had to climb. I can visualize some valleys that you went in. What were some of those roadblocks and challenges that you had to overcome to get to this point of your healing? Challenges that I had to overcome, to be completely honest, they weren't any external challenges. Because honestly, life is going to happen. The internal challenges were the biggest ones that I had to overcome. It's really releasing the idea that I was not good enough, releasing the judgment that I had on myself, releasing the shame that I carried about around about my upbringing and my family and the things that we went through. There were times where my mother was addicted to drugs and she would use our public assistance to feed her habit, but she would never feed us. So she would be out of money and we would have to go, my oldest sister and I with her, and I get emotional even thinking about it, we would go to the trash cans in the neighborhood and dig out recyclables, cans, bottles, plastic, just so she could continue to feed her habit and we can have a little change just to eat. And there was a lot of shame because when you're in that just school environment and you see all these kids that have all these new things and they're just fresh to death and you're wearing hand-me-downs and you're barely able to eat daily. And it was a lot of shame. I judged myself. I compared myself to other people. So the obstacles weren't anything outside of me. It was just me having to release all of those things that I carry inside And that was the hardest because unconsciously we are attached to the feelings of the comfort from the hurt and the pain that we don't even know is our comfort. So even when you're introduced to different environments, different situations, 
they are unfamiliar feeling wise. So we'll push him away or we'll say, oh, it's not the time for that. And I didn't realize that I was continuously going back to that hurt in different forms and different ways. So once I had to really go and just deal with those feelings, feel those feelings, release those feelings, that was the hardest challenge that I had to overcome by just the one being truthful and saying that I'm hurt, I'm angered, I have pain that I don't want to feel anymore. And doing that work was the biggest obstacle, but it's such a freeing, empowering feeling once you let it go. Raymal, my brother, that vulnerability that you just shared with right now was powerful. It was powerful in itself because right before you said, I could feel myself getting emotional, you had to clear your throat. And we all know that the throat chakra is where our emotions settle. And anytime we're about to speak our truth, that was painful truth. There is something about the throat that wants to tell us to shut up. And it always, because I feel it sometimes too, when I am about to share and then all of a sudden I'm having to clear my throat or, or cough or, and then that's where the emotion starts to build. But just now you pushed through that and you shared it with the intentions of letting somebody else know that that shame and that guilt, you can overcome that because who you are today is a result of what you've been through, what you went through yesterday. But that doesn't define you because you get, and you know this, it's like I'm preaching to the choir, but I still feel like I have to say it. You know that you get to bring that little Raymel and bring that child to yourself now, be the rescue for that child, love on that child, show that child that oh we get to write our own story now look at us now I'm so excited to see that you have beat the odds because a lot of times you know we go through these things as children and people are looking at us to become something completely different than who you are sitting in front of me today right? And then we show them because there's a will within and there's something within us that says, well, not only am I not going to be what you think I'm going to be, I'm going to help a lot of other people overcome and move through. So that was just powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for allowing me to share that. And that inner struggle comes up a lot too. A lot of times we think it's the external things that's going to be the roadblock, but it is the old imprints from our subconscious minds. It continued to try to let us feel like we're less than. That's a theme. That's a theme. Thank God we know now that we are deserving. We are enough. We're more than enough. And you've come so far. And I'm glad you're on this journey with me. I can tell you that much. 
I'm thankful that I say yes to me that allowed me to align with amazing souls that are my chosen family and that I can really be all of Raymel with because when you don't have that support from your immediate family, it's a lonely feeling. And often we just try to get that feeling from any and everything, not aware that we have the choice of who we choose to allow into our hearts and into our space. And that it's not something that you just have to deal with because they're family. You get to choose who you call and really allow to be your family. Me and you, we have talked about chosen families before and how important that is when we are working through breaking cycles or um, even standing against the grain of what our families are about or what they do. And sometimes we don't see eye to eye anymore because we have recognized that it's time to unlearn. And we have recognized that it's time to remove the chains from our minds. I'm, I'm using your words because they were so powerful. And once we recognize that, we stand out. We look different. Some family members might even say we think we're better than. It's not that. It's just that we chose to step out of the space that is no longer serving us. We chose to step out of the space that has put a chain around our minds. And so there's a story I want to share. I'm reading this book and it's by Marissa Peer and it's her latest book and it's Tell Yourself a Better Lie. And she was telling a story in there about when Western medicine took antidepressant medicine to a village in Africa the elders shared a story with them to sh to share why that you know we really don't need that medicine and the story they shared was about a man who worked in the rice farm and while he was out there working in the rice field a landmine went off and he lost one of his legs Later on, he healed and he had a prosthetic leg. He went back out to work in the rice fields again, but he was depressed. He was out there depressed and he was out there just unhappy. And they recognized that the reason why he was unhappy is because every day he went back to that scene. Every day he went back to the place where the trauma happened. And so the villagers got together and they brought this man a cow. So instead of him having to go and work in the rice fields, he then began to sell milk. So it separate him all together from the scene that causes his trauma. He was going there day in, day out and could not feel any better. And so the elders in this village said, we don't need antidepressant drugs. We just need, we just need a cow, <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And as simple as that story was, as I was reading the book, I was, I was blown by it 
because the concept of it is you have to remove yourself from that environment, Mm -hmm. remove yourself from that space. Sometimes you have to shed some of the old people in order for you to not keep being triggered time and time again. I wanted to share that story because it's it's exactly what we do when we're breaking cycles. So, Raymel, let me ask you, what gems, what advice do you have to anybody out there who is wanting to or is actively breaking old generational cycles? First gem I would say is everything in life is a choice. Everything in life is a choice. And often we feel like we don't have the power of choice when it comes to breaking the cycle. Because as you just shared that beautiful story about the village and just getting the cow, it truly is we have the choice to change our environment. We have the choice to release people and things from our life. Unfortunately, a lot of those things and people may be the ones that we hold near and dear to our hearts. But we have to think if it isn't serving me, if it isn't filling me up, how is it truly helping me? So really having that choice to say this is no longer something I want to experience and making the choice to take that step to seeing what's beyond the darkness that you may be stuck in and reaching out for help. For me, there were so many times where I knew I needed help, but there was a fear of being exposed. There was the fear of, well, people will know that I don't have it all together. And though they see me in all these photos and I'm giving them this illusion that he has it all together, that they'll know my truth. And that right there will be your handicap and keep you just from truly experiencing life to the fullest. So really knowing that there's a choice and knowing that it's okay to ask for help because we can't do it alone. We were not created to do it alone. It is okay to ask for help. And you said illusion. When we don't ask for help, it's because we do want to continue with that illusion that everything is perfect which there's no such thing as we all know, but it is what we feel like we have to bring to society. It's what, you know, we're, we're living up to their expectations. And we started out this conversation of you saying, not being allowed to be who I am and being a part of who you are true to the core is knowing when you need help is stepping up and asking for help, is being aware of that. Or to at least, even if you don't know all the details, because sometimes because we've been going on autopilot for so long, we fail to recognize that we're not okay. But being able to put yourselves out there enough for someone to say, you know what, I can help you asking for help. It's a humbling experience, but it is an important thing to do. So that's great. I'm so happy you brought that up. That illusion of us wanting to look like we're perfect, it has so much to do with our traumas. So I understand that so well. 
one of the things you're great at, and I mentioned that in the beginning, was as the universal law teacher, you're fantastic at breaking down all or any of those universal laws. And as we're having this conversation about unlearning and deprogramming and breaking cycles, I would love for you to share that part of your superpower and just break down brief description of any universal law that you believe is helpful and can be helpful to our listeners. Definitely would love that. And I want to start with saying for me, I always knew that there was a higher power, but I never connected to that higher power from what was in my surroundings and environment, which was more religious attachments. And I always was wondering, I'm like, I know that there is a creator, there is a higher power, but does it have to come in this package that is being given to me? And it just never connected to me. So as I've been on just this discovery of self and really aligning with my powers, I was introduced and guided to this knowledge that I have now of the universal laws and knowing that there is a system of how this universe operates by. And it's not in the system of like the judicial or justice system. It's just a way that the universe truly operates. Just like the gravity, the law of gravity, how we know what comes up must come down. These laws are the same way. And a lot of us are unaware of it. So often we feel like we don't have control over our lives in the sense of how we could bring things in that we want, how we can truly live a life that we love and that we desire to have. It's truly us becoming aware that it is really allowing ourselves to be open to seeing life from a different lens and not the ones that were given to us. And when I really took off the old lens and got a new pair of specs <laughs> that I was able to see the light from, a lot of people, when they hear universal laws, they're like, oh, that's woo-woo talk and things of like that. But when you think about it, the universal law, if you were to compare it to like the Bible, they're the same as like the Ten Commandments and things of like that. It's just in a different way, in a different form of how it's just showing you how it operates by. But the laws that are really coming up for me to really share with everyone is as a lot of people may be aware of the law of attraction because of the book and the movie the secret the law of attraction is a powerful law because our thoughts the thoughts that we think truly are what we attract into our life the law of attraction is really what we give attention and focus to our thoughts is what we attract and often we allow other people to dictate how we feel and what we think because of us wanting to please them or have them see us a certain way that when we realize that our thoughts truly create our reality that's what we attract to us but the other law I want to talk about is the law of vibration because the law of vibration is really how we feel whatever emotions we have within us is what we're going to attract and align with so often when we don't really know how to honor our feelings how to feel our feelings and we suppress our feelings unconsciously we attract and align with things that are identical to identical match to the feelings that we have so when we really become aware that our thoughts and our emotions truly hold so much power then we will start to honor what we feel and what we think 
which creates our habits, which creates our actions, which creates our reality. Yes, that's a beautiful one to talk about because many people talk about vibrations and they use it lightly without even realizing when they talk about vibes, right? For for many years, I would talk about the positive vibes that I'm putting out in the universe or, you know, um, positive vibes only. And I really didn't understand the depth of it until I understood the depth of it. And so when I speak to that now, it, it's deep, it's deep seated. I'm glad that you mentioned those two laws, laws of attraction, a lot of people have heard because of the movie, The Secret, and because people talk about manifestation a lot, but there are so many other laws, and I love hearing you talk of them, and I'm glad that you were able to give us a gem today. So if someone wanted to work with you, how would they reach you, Raymel? You can reach out to me if you feel called to release emotional blockages and really find yourself in a place of being stagnant, not really knowing why you keep experiencing the same things in life. I definitely help others release their energetic blocks to free themselves to create space to allow things that they want to come into their life. So if you would like to release those blocks and to connect with the truest, highest version of yourself, you could reach me at my website, www.bentleytransformation.com uh, and just really reach out and see if we are a good fit. See if I am the right one to support you and guide you on your healing journey. I also have a subscription group where I am building a community and a safe space for people to express themselves. Because as I just spoke of the law of vibration, often we hold so many emotions, so many feelings that we don't know how to express in an effective way. I'm creating a community of people to just have those conversations, to be able to speak their truth, to feel safe and comfortable, to be around like-minded people who are all expanding and growing. And it's called MSB, Ray Mel's Inner Circle. And it's really just align yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically to connect with the highest version of yourself. And you can go to my site. I have that information on there. And just really my mission is to help as many souls as I can before I'm done using this physical form. I am glad that I'm aligned with you. I'm glad that we are part of each other's community. And I say community, and that's not even the right word. I'm glad that you're one of my chosen family members. And it's been an amazing journey of growth and expansion together. Mm. You know, I've learned so much from you and I love partnering with you. And I look forward to a lot of other partnerships um, in the future. And I have to say thank you, Sister Stacey, because you don't even know how much you have helped me in so many ways. And the biggest is just the support and your nurturing just spirit has really helped me, even though you don't even know just with my inner healing, with healing Little Ray Mel, because a part of Little Ray Mel has always yearned for that, but he's never received that. And just your exchange, your presence just really exudes that. So thank you. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Don't let me start crying here on this podcast, but 
You're welcome. That's alignment in itself. You know, um, earlier I was talking to a friend and we talked about when you say you're ready to be healed, when you say you're ready to break a cycle, the universe will send you the resources that you need and you desire by way of any and everything, podcast, books, people. So I'm glad. I'm glad that we aligned with each other. You are my brother for sure. And I know you know that. The law of vibration, attraction. That's why that law is so important because when you're in that place to where you are ready to vibrate higher, you will attract what is meant for you in that moment that you need it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for showing up today for all the people who are listening. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. And I want my listeners to know that in the end, I want you to be inspired to break free from the old constructs of the past and create a new legacy. (laughs) 